I'm here today with Dan Fry. His company is THG Energy Solutions, and he's now had this company for 10 years. We were just talking about market timing, specifically around the carbon reporting challenge. So Dan, can you get into what it's like to be early to a market? And then what happens when that market timing is just right? Yes. I tell people that we're in the 10th year of our three-year business plan. We have been working with buildings and facilities around energy management for the past 10 years. That's what we focused on. But the, the more recent things have been around sustainability reporting. And as most people are aware, the, the, the world is struggling with trying to get on top of greenhouse gas emissions and reporting and compliance. And there's a lot of effort in the what what's known more broadly as the ESG space or environmental social governance space. And the particular area that we're in is in greenhouse gas emissions reporting and compliance for buildings and facilities. And you can think about that as just trying to capture the amount of carbon or carbon equivalents that your buildings and facilities are consuming through gas and electricity and whatever else, what other carbon emissions you're, you're creating in your buildings. So then managing that and measuring it and, and being able to account for it over time is, is a challenge that most businesses and institutions are, are working with nowadays. We first introduced greenhouse gas emissions reporting as part of our software solution in 2017. We actually worked on it for about a year to get all of the compliance and reporting correct with greenhouse gas emissions protocols and standards. And we rolled it out to our customers to zero sales. We, we worked really hard on, on it for about a year. And our beta customers, we literally had to give it away uh, for free as part of their energy management because they just didn't see the value in it. Last year, it, it probably accounted for 80% of our new sales. It took us five long years to work through that process and to really wait for the market to engage and, and see the importance and the need for, for that kind of service. So that's a lesson around market timing and trying to be aware and patient and trying to develop products that the market's got to be ready for. So how did you weather that, that storm of waiting? With, with difficulty. And, and we, luckily we, we, we had, our, our business grew up around energy efficiency and energy management. And there were still reasons for customers to want to track their energy use and their spend and look at benchmarks around how efficient they are and, and how they could become better. So our, our product wasn't really built around trying to address sustainability as much as it was energy efficiency and energy management. But we saw a big shift toward greenhouse gas reporting, and we, we certainly spent a lot of time and effort uh, trying to, to make sure that we were compliant with those requirements. And, and then we just had to wait. So kind of suffered through the, the early phase of, of kind of the S-curve of, of, of growth that we're now seeing in, in sustainability. But, but certainly 
a, a lot of difficulty in getting it launched and, and then building up an, enough client interest around it. So challenge around just market timing, but hard lessons learned. So is this now the core service that you're bringing on clients for? It, it certainly is is driving a lot of the growth that we're seeing today. Customers, and, and you, you'll see it all the time, people say, well, we're going to reduce our, our greenhouse gas emissions by 50% by 2030. The first, the first question that you got to ask is, well, what was that? What were those emissions and how are you measuring it? And, and what was your baseline? And so it gets into kind of data nerd questions that you, you've got to start to figure out an answer. And up until now, there hadn't been a lot of, of, of accountability for those kinds of statements. But the Securities and Exchange Commission has come out with guidelines around reporting for greenhouse gas emissions. And they've now said, hey, you've got to you've got to follow these protocols. And if you're going to make those kinds of statements, here's here's the, the process for actually reporting on that. So it's turning into things that the, the CFO is having to sign off on in terms of following the corporate standard protocols for greenhouse gas emissions. That's that's something new. It, it's being actively debated and deployed. And, and so those in the energy space and in the sustainability space are, are paying a lot of attention, attention to what, what the SEC is doing. And, and then more broadly, supply chain partners, if, if you're serving a big customer, more than likely you're going to hear from that customer saying, look, I, I need for you to start reporting your, your greenhouse gas emissions if you're going to supply me with parts or materials or if you're in, in my supply chain. So you, you see two big efforts, really, SEC reporting and uh, just supply chain integration with larger companies that are, are trying to comply with this. And, and both of those are really going to end up dragging most of the organizations into some kind of greenhouse gas emissions compliance. So that's that's a, a mandate that's going to start to really impact most of the organizations of any size. And then you've got bankers and financial institutions and employees and other stakeholders that are starting to ask the same questions around sustainability. So we really think that it, it's going to drive a, a lot of movement toward better accounting, better reporting around greenhouse gas emissions. So when you come in to help with this, are you saying this is how we report it? Or are you also coming in with like, this is also how we can reduce some of your emissions? Yeah, I mean, the, the first step is is trying to get get the reporting right. And, and most companies are, are struggling with that. But we certainly, at the same time, can identify areas for both energy savings and grid emission reductions. A, a lot of companies are addressing this through buying renewable energy or electricity. So they're, they may be installing solar panels or on, on their rooftops, but they're, they're also probably buying wind or solar or renewable energy specifically for their use. And there's a whole lot of strategies around that. And, and then, but they, they've got to know how much they're using so that they can accurately offset the, those, those purchases. And so we really help with trying to identify energy savings, 
trying to identify opportunities for load reduction and also identifying um, renewable energy purchasing, working with industry partners to do that kind of mitigation, if you will, of, of purchasing renewable energy credits. So what would your advice be for some new entrepreneurs just starting out? Yeah, I, I mean, we, we've been at this a while. Or when I look at my business plan from 10 years ago, it, it looks pretty naive in, in terms of how quickly we thought that we could engage customers and, and what their client needs are. I'd, I'd really say that it, if I had to do that over again, I'd spend more time talking to to customers, trying to understand their needs. I, I was in the energy business for 30 years prior to starting this company. I, I'd been involved in a couple other startups, but we were trying to do something new in terms of just really robust energy management and, and data management for buildings and facilities. It was something, even though I was familiar with it, 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 it was a new effort for me. And looking back on it, I, I, I should have spent a lot more time trying to understand customer needs and, and talking to a lot more folks that are, are what, what would they actually pay for? Where do they see value? Because there's a kind of a, a general concept of, of where the industry should be headed and, and what, what would be nice to have. I was a, a data nerd, really interested in, in energy data anyway accounting and, and CPA background. So I liked looking at a lot of data, but having to, trying to convince somebody to, to actually pay for that and see the value in it and, and implement it uh, when they weren't previously maybe doing that as much what was a, a big challenge. So you're, you're actually trying to modify customer behavior and, and that's a lot more difficult than just selling a product. So looking back on it, I, I think we were trying to bring new solutions to customers. Clearly, they had value. There were savings associated with it, efficiencies, mandates that we thought were coming. But you are having to drive customer change. And I underestimated the time it would take for customers to actually adopt something new even though it was clearly beneficial and needed, uh, it just takes a while to, for, for customers to, to adopt change. So that, that was one thing looking back on it that I, I wish I would have been more diligent around my planning and, and resourcing. Yeah, I mean, it's a great tip to really talk to the customers before developing what you're selling them. Sure. So, so Dan, if somebody in our audience wanted to reach out to you or your company to help them with this reporting challenge, and now it's a mandate, so they have no choice but to have somebody help them, how could they do so? Well, our, our website, thgenergy.com, is, is, is where we do a, a lot of that. Well, there, there's a, there's a, a contact us on the website, so thgenergy.com is, is, our, is our best way of reaching out. I, I often respond to those things myself. So even though we've got 30 people, happy to talk to the people that are interested in what we're doing and, and how it might make sense for them. Uh, we work with a lot of industry partners. So we actually private label our platform and work with over 30 industry partners that use our 
energy management and demand management, greenhouse gas reporting, and embed that into other energy efficiency products or, or energy supply. So have a lot of industry partners that, that are using our platform nowadays. And it's, it's certainly an exciting time to be in the energy business, that energy business is transitioning to more renewable energy, going from baseload power to renewable wind and solar, and having to manage that at, at a grid level is, is very challenging. Obviously, all the electrification that's going on, electric vehicles, that's all bringing a, a lot of change into the market. You know, a lot more renewables, wind, solar, starting to, to really impact the market. So it's an exciting time to, to be in the energy space. And, and we are making excellent progress toward adopting a, a, a more renewable energy portfolio. Have a lot of work to do ahead of us, but we are, we are making progress. So it's an exciting time to be in the business. Yeah, it is very exciting time. Now you got the timing right. So now it's time for we'll the big see. push. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, thank you, Dan, for coming on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki with Cosmic Design and Development. Make sure to subscribe and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.